We don't have a cold open for this one. I said, Brr. It's, it's a cold, cold open, open in, in here. here. There must, must be, be some unstoppable in the atmosphere. We should have rehearsed that. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty good for two people just off the fly. Oh, we, oh, we, oh. Ice, ice, ice. Okay. <laughs> Is that the cold open? Have we done it? <laughs> No, because I feel like that references something before, which I feel is a mistake. To have gotten that cold open, you would have had to have listened to both episode one and two. Which you should do, so go back and do it. You nummies. You nummies? Numpties? No, nummies. Like nummy nummy? Yeah. Like you're calling them delicious? Like a delicious snack? You all are snacks. I think that was our cold open. <gasps> What's our fandom called? The Unstoppers? The Human Centipeders. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've got some cold opens in there. Yeah, I think yeah. so. If you can't make that work, then you're not worth it. That was directed at Travis. Uh, okay. Theme song. Travis and Caitlin. Welcome back <laughs> to Travis and Caitlin. Our Unstoppable. Caitlin and Travis are unstoppable. This is episode three. Are you telling the people that are listening to mm-hmm. that it's episode three? Is that was that <laughs> your actual welcome back? Uh, welcome back to Caitlin and Travis are unstoppable. Uh, I'm Travis DeVries, former child. Performer. Former child, and I am Caitlin K Smith, also former child. We have a new segment to introduce we to do. this show. This show is just segments. Segments. After segments, and nothing will ever repeat. We have to come up with a different segment no. every episode. No. To... No. Okay. So is this going to be a repeating segment? All of the segments we have done so far are repeating segments. Will return. Yeah. At some point. Yeah. But, like, with different stories. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In yes. perpetuity. In the Travis and Caitlin are unstoppable cinematic universe. Correct. Yes. So, our new segment is called <laughs> Could We, Should We, Would We? Now, mm-hmm. you came up with this name. I did. On an idle Tuesday. I can neither confirm or deny At 10.30 a.m. Sure. When your brain works the best Correct. at that specific time on those Tuesdays. Correct. Please explain. We have a bad habit of pitching each other podcasts. Not just each other. Compulsively. Also other people. to Jade. Yes, to poor Jade. And so we've decided to turn that into a segment. And what a segment. What a segment. The idea is, as podcast devotees, you and I. Aficionados. Obsessies. Aficionados. As people working in the podcast industry. Oh, Oh, gross. (laughs) (laughs) Thought leaders. Thought leaders. Thought leaders. (laughs) There should be a... Actually, that would be a great podcast. The Thought Leaders. Thought Leader. It's just like hot people who also are experts in something. <laughs> that teach you how to be hot as well. Yeah, but also like maybe they're a brain surgeon or something. Is that what thought means? No, but thought is like a thoughty is like a slutty hot person, is right? It? I think so. I don't know. I read words <laughs> on the internet and then I just kind of use them in conversation. Yeah, like, right. I don't know what it means. I yeah. hope you haven't like called your mum that or something. Been like, hey mum, what do you think of the latest thought? Hey mum, you're a thought. <laughs> yeah. No, no, Good. I have not. Okay. Should I? No. Great. So <laughs> could we, should we, would we spawns from the idea that as because we love podcasts, we think podcasting is a fantastic format and podcast 
podcasts and podcasters can do anything. Podcasts have solved decades-old crimes that the FBI couldn't solve. Don't ask me to name any of them right now because I can't remember them off the top of my head, but mm. I've that's definitely happened, right? So we kind of... Have also unsolved crimes that were solved by the FBI. Yes. Have also done criminal crimes. Podcasters. Podcasters have, have, have done crimes. I don't think so. I'm assuming a podcaster did a crime at one point and then every other podcaster was like, no thanks. You can't be on the- <laughs> No thanks. No crimes for me. No crime for no me, crime actually. Here. So with that in mind that podcasting is a medium that can achieve anything. We want to see how far That's we can the push theory. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So could we, should we, would we, is the, are the questions, the decision-making paradigm, if you will, that we will run a podcast idea through. Mm. Could we make, could we do this with a podcast? Always yes. Should we, as in does society need it? Yes. And also do we have the time and whatever? Also always yes. And then would we, as in like are we interested? Likely not. Yeah. That's where we're going to fall down. Because we, as we have said in a previous episode, low effort. And for this, like I think that this segment is really the, I guess, flesh and blood and bone and soul of Takao. And for those listening at home, that's Travis and Caitlin are unstoppable. Mm -hmm. Um, That's now been shortened to Takao. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. naturally by the fandom mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. the fan wiki. Grant um, and Uncle Mott. That, that this is segment really is the soul of the show mm. um, and is what the show really is based around. And don't tell us it was a bad idea to wait until episode three to introduce it. Don't tell don't us. Don't tell us that. We don't. don't put it on a postcard and send it to P.O. Box 276, Rutherford, New South Wales, Two two three eight. That's your actual PO box. Yes. Why are you giving that out? People can send stuff there that don't know my home address. It's mm. fine. Okay, I'm not giving my PO box out. You have a PO box? Yeah, I do. I just got one like last week. <laughs> what is it? Um, PO box, <laughs> New South Wales. Um, yeah, because my my uh, address was on the internet and I didn't want it to be. Cool. So if you want to send us some um, <laughs> things that we should do, yeah. On, yep. Send or it to our mail, boxes. No hate mail. No hate mail. No criticism will be taken on board. No feedback. So you have brought a idea, mm-hmm. concept, mm-hmm. based on something that I have previously posited on mm-hmm. the internet. Mm-hmm. 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 Upset a lot of people Upset if I remember certain correctly. certain people on the internet mm-hmm. because of my positing this idea. Um, and if your... anyone is listening who has a heart condition, who has low blood pressure, who is prone to seizures or fainting or Keep getting their vapors, but you've been warned. Sit down now and have your recovery medicine nearby because this theory of yours is mm. upsetting. This theory and this the idea with this is that I th- we think that a podcast and particularly this podcast that we're doing could. Sp- could prove a conspiracy theory yes. that is completely potentially batshit out there. Well, I would just like to say for the record that I wanted to try, I wanted to do can a podcast prove that the JFK assassination was an inside job? Yes. Right? And you poo-pooed that. Because I don't think that we have the funds yet to fly to the US Yeah, for and this. that's the point of could we, we would say... We could, 
We would, but we should. Oh, we could, we would. We could, we should, but we wouldn't. No. Right? That's the whole point. You don't have to actually be able to follow through, Travis. So, yeah, I think we could still do that, but Mm. let's let's figure out proving this other theory. Yes. One, because I would like to get this theory out there as part of... I'm doing the thing that we're doing. Yes. Yes. Okay. Do you want to know what the theory is? Tell. Tell us. Tell us. So, my conspiracy theory. It's not just me. There is other people. No one else believes this. Is that kangaroos aren't real. Which is not to be confused with kangaroos don't exist. I think that's an important. um, No, I do believe they exist. But they're not real. They're not real. Talk us through it. So most people on the internet. Yep. Internet. That's not how you pronounce had a, that. Had a little stroke. <laughs> Most people on the internet have uh, are probably familiar with the internet conspiracy theory that birds aren't real and that birds are a uh, government psyop and that they all have cameras in their eyes and are spying on us. For those of us who don't, who aren't what we lovingly refer to as chronically online, can you explain what or like? what a psyop is. Yeah, I could probably do that. Okay. I think you should, um, just in case in three episodes of the podcast we haven't quite tapped into the, the tin foil hat cool. subsection of the community. Um, a psyop is uh, a shortened word. You know, the, It's a portmanteau. It's a portmanteau. I love portmanteau, which mm. is uh, a port- portmanteau mm-hmm. is a triple portmanteau mm-hmm. of... One side of a ship, port, mm-hmm. man, mm-hmm. and his toe. Really? Yes. Wow. Mm. Um, that should have. That should be a. So here's this thing. One. I don't one think. Episode. I don't know if that's true. I just. Oh, I fully believed you. You're too convincing. Or I'm gullible. Or something. Uh, so a psyop, mm-hmm. portmanteau, um, for mm-hmm. psychological operation. Mm-hmm. So tricking people into mm-hmm. believing that mm-hmm. something is something else. Yep. Or, okay. Uh, to convey uh, sort of information and uh, influence people's emotions or their motives, it has been particularly used by the by the United States government. We, yep. We just I just realised that there is a sniper um, watching us now. <laughs> that quick. Yeah. <laughs> Famous famously, the CIA has perf- done psyops mm-hmm. both on the American people and international. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Do we want more <laughs> of what a psyop? No, is? no, no, like, no. That's fine. That you're getting a bit tin hatty for me. So let's not, let's not, let's not do any more of that. Okay. So kangaroos. 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 Yes. So basically, you've stolen the birds aren't real theory, and 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 Australianified it. Okay, but no. Okay. Because the birds aren't real theory is a joke theory. <laughs> yep. The kangaroos aren't real is a real theory. Like I truly believe that kangaroos aren't real. No, you don't. I- like, you can't. Look, I think that at one point kangaroos were a real animal Okay. that existed on this earth. Yep. And I still believe they exist on this earth, mm-hmm. but that most of the kangaroos that we see mm-hmm. in IRL life mm-hmm. and probably on film and television, mm-hmm. Dot and the Kangaroo, famous. 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 Classic film. 
uh, TV show. <clears throat> Grant has definitely not heard of Dot the Kangaroo. Probably not. <laughs> um, famous Australian TV show, Skippy. Skippy? Yes. Grant, um, write these things down to Google later. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe those kangaroos. I think they were actors. Well. <laughs> um, but the kangaroos that we would see in are not real animals that are like out there doing regular animal things. Okay. I th- like we saw on like Instagram and TikTok that jacked up fucking kangaroo mm-hmm. that was like all staunch and like fully muscled and veiny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't think you can look at that thing and be like, yeah, that's that's a real regular animal that's just out there in the wild doing its thing. So instead of believing or or theorizing that perhaps that photo was doctored, mm-hmm. you have decided to deny the existence of an entire species. Yes. Okay. I think that there's probably some kangaroos out there. There is like a group of kangaroos out there mm-hmm. um, in a valley somewhere mm-hmm. that is like earlier kangaroo gene stock, but Mm -hmm. the kangaroos that we are seeing in the wild now are Mm -hmm. a mutated gene stock of kangaroos that have been, like, bred to be super kangaroos. By the government. By who knows? Big farm. I don't know. Big goat milk. It it might not even be a conscious choice by a shadowy cabal of people Mm -hmm. who are making decisions behind the world that we see every day. Mm-hmm. The Illuminati. The Illuminati mm-hmm. that have made kangaroos. It could just be an accident of, like, colonisation, bringing mm-hmm. uh, different crops to Australia. The kangaroos mm-hmm. have suddenly, they're no longer just eating reg- boring old Australia grass. Okay, hang on. They so- are eating, they're eating coloniser food, I- and then they have gotten all hopped up on that, and they have transformed into mutant kangaroos. Hang on. Okay, so what I've just realised is happening here is you are mansplaining and Travis-splaining evolution. But it's not evolution. But it is because what you're saying is, what you're saying is generations of kangaroos ago was a kangaroo. Yes. And then over the course of time, due to external factors... And yeah. possible internal mutations. Doesn't seem that unfit, far-fetched The now. kangaroo has changed from what it was hundreds of years ago. Yes. That's evolution. Okay. No, evolution does not happen within hundreds of years. Okay. Evolution takes thousands and thousands okay. of years. Th- we have seen, like, too quick of a change for it to be uh, chalked up to evolution theory. This is kangaroos are being genetically modified. Okay. Someone's... I. So this Look, is like the watermelons that don't have seeds. Yes. Okay. The kangaroos have seeds, lots okay. of them, and they're <laughs> flowing through their veiny muscles. Okay. What do you see as the solution to to this? If this is a problem, what is the solution? I don't believe that every problem has a solution. Cool. Okay. I don't know that this is Anarchy. a problem. Right. Even. Okay. I think it's just something that we all need to recognise. Okay. It's an awareness thing. It's an awareness thing, Mm -hmm. and I have started a charity to get the word out. Right. Okay. You're making fun of me? No. (laughs) I've started a foundation. Okay. The kangaroos... And brand campaign. ...are not real. Foundation. Yes. Okay. The Canar Foundation. Terrible. Kangaroos are not real. Kangaroos (laughs) are not good and real. No. It's Kangar. Kangar? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah. I and that's why I'm a communications like, advisor. I feel like kangaroos are not good is a bit of a judgment call. Yeah. I'm not willing to oh, okay. pass it. For what if we have kangaroo listeners? Do you think that they've been so genetically modified? That they have podcasts. They now listen to podcasts. <laughs> that they now pick up air with the, yes. the radio frequencies, potentially. No. No. No, I don't believe that. But I'm, I do not think that... I. Look, I am going to go on. I th- I think that we could prove that this theory exists through podcasting. Okay, yeah. So let's ask. Or, could we? Should we? Would we? Could we? I think that we could. Okay. How? I disagree. No, this the the. <laughs> I think that the. Uh, actually, think that the um the idea of this segment is that we both get on board with and we oh, figure right. out how we could do this. Cool. And cool, and, cool, cool. and now you're just obstructing <laughs> my dreams. It's yes and yes. Okay. Okay, like, yes, in theory, we could have a podcast yes. focused on proving that kangaroos aren't real. A podcast uh, paid for mm-hmm. by the Big Kangar dose. Foundation. Right. Yes. Okay. That is there to get the word out to the people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. about the lack of authenticity in the kangaroo community. Okay. Should we? I think we're a few more steps before should we. Well, no, you have to ask the question because that's the segment. So we've said, yes, we could. I think we're still in could we territory, though. Oh, right. Okay. I think there's a few more steps to, like... I'm just trying to progress the podcast so we can get off this segment. Right. Because <laughs> I... I feel like every segment we've had, you're like, I don't want to do this <laughs> no, ever again. No. We get into I the like... segment and it's like, oh, uh, yeah. I no, like this no segment. More. I'm feeling really sad for kangaroos. Don't even get me started on echidnas. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why? What? So let's delve into this a little bit more. Mm. Why are you feeling sad for the kangaroos? Well, because they can't defend themselves. What empathy your... do you feel about these, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminator 2-esque energy that some kangaroos are bringing to the table? I mean, have you seen a silverback gorilla? No, but I have never been to the... No, like, never have you seen there. a picture of a silverback gorilla? Yeah, but they're a gorilla. Yeah, but they're jacked. There are jacked there animals. Are, there, there are, are some a, animals that are just jacked. There are gorilla. Yeah. 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 Kangaroo. Yeah. Not jacked. In your opinion. I don't know. Kangaroo supposed to be cuggly, enjoyable animal. Okay. Then I'm worried then, that you no, have no, 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 kangaroos and no, koalas confused. No, <laughs> I haven't. We're doing this is the hopping one with the yes. pouch. Yeah, that live in herds of friendly one with a pouch they that they keep. Herds. They're babies. Mobs. They live. They call mobs. Oh bless. <laughs> um, that they carry a baby around in a pouch. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the lady ones. Yeah. Like the dudes. And then some some guys f- from the like colonizer community mm. decided they were going to do boxing kangaroos and started training kangaroos up. Hmm. Getting them to fight and punch on, mm-hmm. lift iron, get swole, mm-hmm. and now we've ended up with the, this issue where we've like got all of these kangaroos that are just like instead of doing their regular kangaroo business that they used to do for th- tens of thousands of years mm-hmm. on this continent, mm-hmm. are spending more time at the gym, mm-hmm. more time <laughs> organizing kangaroo fights, mm-hmm. fight rings, mm-hmm. fight club, mm-hmm. kangaroo fight club, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and. I think that we're going to run into – we're not at a problem yet. Okay. But I think within the next decade there are going to be issues. And 
So you feeling empathy mm-hmm. for those oh. those swole jacked up sons of kangaroos. <laughs> Sons of the kangaroos that came before them <laughs> is misplaced empathy. Okay. I think that as part of the the could we, yep. that as part of one, making this podcast mm-hmm. and getting the word out about that kangaroos aren't real aren't and real, yeah. are going to be swole jacked up problems that will... Take over society? Just probably like come Steal and Steal your punch. children? That was dingo. Was different Ooh. animal. <laughs> Let's not, we won't touch it. No. Um, but I think we need to, uh, as part of that podcast and campaign, mm. uh, probably also petition to, like, de-swall the kangaroos. Oh, okay. Mm, like, is that something that the Kangar Foundation is going to lead the charge on? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think mm-hmm. it's it's like a mm-hmm. re-education program for yeah. Misspent kangaroo youth. Oh, you could have like a light, nice little facility for them, like a day spa. Day spa for yeah. kangaroos. I think that that's where we get to with the like logical conclusion of kangaroos aren't real. Yeah, <laughs> kangaroo day spa. Um, okay, so that's that's the could we? Kanana goats. Kanan? No, don't subject the goats. Shenangaroos. <laughs> no. Um, Shenanga packers. No. Go back and listen to episode two if you're not sure what we're talking about. So should we? I'm a yes. I mean, well, yes. I mean, I, I think, like, we just, I just started a, fa- starting a foundation's really annoying. It is, yeah. But, Don't recommend. So I think we got through should we and we're all ready to could we. Okay. Oh, my God. Stop policing no, where not, I am in the- We're all ready to would we. Where it would we. Yeah. I'm going to go with no because I do not at all- beyond the end of this segment, want to be associated with the kangaroo with you, denialists. Travis. <laughs> with the kangaroo denialists. Of which there are many out there. No, I don't believe that. We don't all publicly um, espouse our opinions like I do. Right, okay. <clears throat> uh, I hope you get dragged on Twitter. I don't think we would either. I do, however, think that this could be our first merch. I think Shenanigoats has earned its place as our first merch. And then the Kangaroo Denialist Society. Hmm. I already have artwork made, though. So. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> <laughs> it's already in production. Unrelated to, do to this. Do you think I could get you're a... You're having s- enough therapy. Do you think I could get a swole jacked up kangaroo to wear a kangaroos aren't real t-shirt? And keep your life? Mm. 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 Time will tell. Time will tell. You, you were going to ask something and I interrupted you. Yeah, it was, do you think you're getting enough therapy? Oh, probably not because yeah. I'm currently at the none at all stage. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and you've just founded the Kangaroo Denialist Society. Mm. Oh, a society. <laughs> I've never founded a society. <laughs> Cue music. So you better be sure. Caitlin. Yes, Travis. I have a new segment ongoing. Another one? Yes. So this morning you told me a story. Yes. As... <laughs> <laughs> I am want to do. As you want to do. Mm. Um, this is a segment called Funny Woman? It's called Is Caitlin a Funny Woman? An ongoing investigation by Travis. Yes. Read the whole line. Don't just read This segment is called Is Caitlin a Funny Woman? Yes. An ongoing investigation. A funny woman. A funny woman. Not a funny woman. <laughs> a funny woman. A funny woman. A woman who is funny. A funny woman. <laughs> no, worse. No. <laughs> uh, an ongoing investigation by Travis. Divert. This divert. Star of station screen. <laughs> Travis, investigative reporter, DeVries. 
That's, that's what my mother named me. Former child. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you, I guess, like, you probably need to tell that story so yes. that we have reason. Would you like to hear it again? Yes. Are you going to name names? Yeah, I can name names. Cool. I don't think anyone would feel It's like... not a criminal crime that you'll it's get It's not a criminal in, crime. Like, I am for? concerned that Grant isn't going to know who the person is, and therefore none of this is going to make sense and he's not going to be impressed, and this is my most impressive story. So... I think what we need to remember with that is that Grant is probably not the core audience for our show. Grant yeah. is everything. <laughs> Grant is life. That's the third run of merch. <laughs> Grant is everything. Yeah. Okay. Um, so many years ago, I... Stop, please start again and say many moons ago. <laughs> many years ago, I, w- <laughs> I was a publicist. Um, I'm still a publicist, I guess. You're, you're never not a publicist once you're a publicist. Mm-hmm. Um, and I worked for a publishing company. And my job was to do PR for books and authors as new books came out. And I was very, very lucky to work on a the memoir, one of his memoirs, uh, of a notable Australian comedian, H.G. Nelson, yes. one half of Roy and H.G. Yes. Um, lovely, lovely man. Or so you thought. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, he, he was. Dun, dun, dun. This is an expose. <laughs> this is actually a HG Nelson expose podcast. Um, and his book came out and we went on tour and we kind of went around the country doing events and Fell media and whatever, ran away. He's the real father of my children. No. At the end of the tour, so we'd spent like two weeks hanging out, working planes, cars, that sort of thing, very boring. Uh, he said to me, his parting words to me. Now, this man is arguably one of the most famous comedic personalities yes. in the country. Yes. He's one half of arguably one of the best comedic partnerships in the company. Until until us. Until us, yes. Yeah. Um, Usurpers. Yes. Yes. Well, or... He's he's handing it over. He passes the torch because because his parting words to me were, "Caitlin, you are one of the funniest women I've ever had the pleasure of spending time with." We need to get him to write that review on podcast apps for us. He's a hundred percent not going to remember this. He has no idea who I am, You've held and on. we're getting a defamation <laughs> letter, a cease and desist in the next few weeks from H.G. Nelson's real name's lawyer. Not my first cease and desist. Yo, here we go. It would be mine. That would be exciting. Yeah, it's always fun. Um, so I was really excited about this, right? Mm. That a comedian. Of that caliber. A funny man, a man who has made his living, been paid, universally loved, commentated the Olympics. Which is wild. Wild. Like, what? What is this country? What country lets, <laughs> like, lets comedians commentate the Olympics? There was, I feel like there was a time where he, like, they transcend com- transcended comedy yes. during the Olympics. Because they just, are like, both also themselves uh, mad sports mm. fans and have very good general sports knowledge, they know stats, they know trivia and history, so they were sort of well-positioned. It wasn't like saying to... Uh, it wasn't like going to Hamish and Andy yes. and being like, hey, can you guys go and commentate the 
the ice skating. I feel like they would say yes. They though. would, and we they would all just shill, lap it up. They would shill. They shill for anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, but also love you, Hamish. It's not like saying to Will Anderson. Yes. Can you commentate? Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, so, very funny man. Sure. Right. Undeniable. Mm. Um, it's like having I don't know. It's like a doctor giving you a blood test and being like, you are in full good health. You listen to them yeah, because you're like, you know, you know. Anyway, so I was really excited about this and I called my mum and I told her because, like, you know. Yeah, reporting Big back. deal, right? Yeah, yeah. And my mum was outraged because why am I only one of the funniest women? What's he trying to say about funny women? So that it was like a... um backhanded compliment yeah. or like a like a hidden yeah uh yeah so he was like complimenting you but uh kind of down downing an entire uh gender gender yeah 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 so this sparked this segment mm-hmm. which is my ongoing investigation mm-hmm. to figure out mm-hmm. if you are funny. a funny woman not just woman but funny woman just am i funny i think yes yeah 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 Hmm. And a woman. Well, I do not want to confirm that for you. Good. Thank we you. We have a boundary on that. Yes. Um, but the funny bit I, we can work through. Cool. Well, I have something fun to to kick this uh, ongoing uh, investigation off. Yep. Because uh, we're going to dive right in. Um, I have a, uh article published on uh, Medium, mm-hmm. uh, published in The Narrative. Mm-hmm. Um by Joseph Serwak, uh, which is called The Humor Test. Okay. Uh, seven surefire ways to tell if someone is funny. Oh, okay, cool. So Let's go. This is this is pass-fail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, yeah. cool, cool. Okay. Uh, cool. I am going to, like, preface this just by reading the, uh, the sub line, mm-hmm. which is how to master the essential difference between knowing whether he's a funny man or a guy who says funny things. Ooh. So. He's gendered it. Yeah, he's already gendered it. And also, it. that's a sick burn. Okay. Yeah. Number one rule of humor mm-hmm. in all good stories is mm-hmm. that they must ring true. Okay. All wit and good writing, even fiction, must ring true. Okay. So I would say m- most all of your stories that I have heard mm-hmm. are based in truth, mm-hmm. um, or and your observations based in truth. Mm-hmm. I have yet to deny the existence of entire species. Also based in truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you the thing that I said earlier based in truth. Yes. No. No. Um, it's the exaggeration of things that makes it funny. Yes. Um, Agreed. Which, which I think, where do you land on that for your self-assessment? Yes, I am funny. No, no, <laughs> that's not what I was asking. <laughs> oh. I feel oh, like you um, do tend to exaggerate things. Yes. You can take, are you taking offence to that or are you just going to let that one slide? No, I was just trying to think of a dramatic way of saying that. Yes. Cool. I find the humour in 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 the exaggeration, yes, of normal things done ridiculously. Cool. Shall we go to number two? Correct. Cool. I mean, <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> You're also correct. <laughs> humour, this one's going to get you. I think this might trip you up. This oh. might be that you are just a guy who says funny things. Oh, no. Uh, humour is also rooted in humility. <laughs> um, excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm very humble. I am so humble. Um. <laughs> Are you willing to fade into the background? Are you ready to make yourself seem smaller? I literally just tried to get under the desk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so currently you're on double yeses. 
for this. I am a funny man. Cool. Shall we click to number three? Please. Yeah, cool. Do you strike yourself as goofy, weird, or odd? Question that you would now answer? Oh, um, I think that that's really the sort of thing that needs to be determined by the people around me. So, yes. <laughs> I don't think you can self-identify that way. It's like, I'm so weird. I'm not like other girls. I'm really goofy, you guys. Look how random I am. Like, I'm so random. No, it has to be something that someone says about you. I'm clipping that for TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, number four. Mm-hmm. Um, this is not a question that I don't think you can answer. So, yeah, that's this number four is that's surprising. Funny things are always unexpected. Like my dad's story about Bruce Lee. You thought I was going to. That's your dad's story. You can't claim that. As... Yeah, but no, but I'm, I told it in a good way. Yeah, and that was from two episodes ago. So please don't bring that up. Then it's no, like we're not making a canonical narrative show. Yeah, the whole point of our the whole point of our podcast is that it's a bit that won't quit. It's a secret narrative that people don't realize that each episode does exist in its own universe. But then suddenly it's all connected. Surprise! Funny. Everything's connected. Um, so, yeah, we, we all have habits and patterns. So when someone surprises us, the element of surprise startles us and breaks the design, so we laugh. I think this person doesn't know comedy. I just know, writing this person a horror is movie. the least humorous. <laughs> this was how to tell if someone is, how to tell if you're in a body horror comment, <laughs> a body horror film, how to tell if you're in a human centipede situation. Uh, self-depreciating humour is almost always funny. Okay, yeah. So ask yourself if you're comfortable with sharing your fears and failings. I would say I'm quite self-deprecating. I think Australians as a people, so-called Australians, we're a self-deprecating kind of general humour. Yeah, just, I might take that again because I said self-depreciating, oh. which is different. <laughs> a depreciating yeah, asset. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am a depreciating asset. Come tax time. Oh. Oh my God, why can't I say words? I am 10% less valuable than I was last year. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You're aging like a fine laptop. Yes. Number five. (laughs) Number five. Number five. Self-deprecating humour is almost always funny. So ask yourself if you're comfortable with sharing your fears and failings. Yes. I think I'm quite self-deprecating. I think I, I agree with you. As a population, so-called Australians, we are a self-deprecating people. Mm. If we had a collective sense of humour, self-deprecating would be in there. We like to put shit on ourselves and each other. And each other. Don't you think? See, this is the problem. I think that that we as a society have been conditioned to create humour that either punches oh, down yeah. or punches up. And yeah. I don't think that is a good thing. And I don't think that's what we do. No, that's on... not our humour. I don't think... We punch ourselves. I don't think humour needs to punch anyone. Let's not punch. It's joy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's... I disagree with this self-deprecating humour thing. So we've already kind of... Maybe you're not funny. Six. Some humour is mean, and if you opt for a mean spirit, know that you will alienate all who repel by your being cruel. Okay. But well, we just skipped ahead <laughs> earlier. <laughs> He's not that's not even a full sentence. Yes. Um yeah, I don't like I don't like pe- being mean to people. An authority figure making fun of their subordinate rarely gets a laugh. I mean, I like to make fun of you. Yes. But you're not my subordinate. No. I am your subordinate. Equal billing. But in a work sense, I'm your subordinate because mm. you're my boss. So 
I don't believe in hierarchy. Oh, yes. We're yeah. in a circle-cool structure. Yeah. And this is the final one. Rapid fire, quick on your feet. Funny things tend to have an expiration date. Most funny things are like milk or warm bread. They are loved when they are fresh and lose nearly all of their value once they are considered old. <laughs> You're so mean to bread. I know. So if you could get that funny <laughs> remark out the instant it comes to you, it will always seem more... Am- I feel like he switched from, like... Um, sorry, this is... I should have, like, really vetted the articles. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where did I land on that? Well, I feel like the first four were really the questions that we were asking. Yeah. And then the f- the Went next three was, like... He got confused. Yeah, it was, it was like he was writing a different article. <laughs> I think this is something that... The jury is still out on. Okay. I will be judge, jury, and executioner in this case. When I came up with this segment, I kind of thought that, like, it would be more like an expose-type reportage where you would ask me questions about, like, my childhood and, like, name a funny thing you did. Please never ask me that. (laughs) We'll get there. Okay, cool. Caitlin. Cool. Can, I want you to take a moment. Okay. Think back to your childhood. Mm-hmm. And now name a funny thing you did. <laughs> Surprise joke. <laughs> no. <laughs> First, uh, it, it, improv comedy, yes and. Yes and no. <laughs> okay. Fair. So, Caitlin. Yes. Please uh, step into my office. Uh, you're going to sit down on the comedy therapy couch and we're going to have a chat. Do we have budget for Foley? Yeah, thinking, sure. Yeah, you're yeah. walking and sitting. Do you want to do Foley yourself? Because that could be f- – don't tap the mics. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing- Why? Because I was just trying to walk. Uh, <laughs> okay, can I ask like the first the – my, um, my first question mm-hmm. in the – is – Caitlin, a funny woman mm. investigation. An ongoing investigation. An ongoing investigation. Would you say, like, all of your things that you think are funny mm. that you do mm. are, <laughs> like, the jokes you make? The things that, yes. Yeah, okay, yep. Would you say that they are stolen from Monty Python? Yes. Borrowed. I would say, yeah, I would say an enormous part of my personality is based on being exposed to Monty Python from a very young age. And, like, constantly. Like, constantly bombarded with images yeah. of Monty. Like, my dad has Monty Python CDs, mm. disc, six-disc sets. Your dad comes up in this conversation and a lot. In the Monty Python conversation or in the in podcast the conversation? I'm funny conversation. Well, because... Do you feel like you get a lot of humour from both Monty Python and your dad? I would say my both of my parents are funny people, but my dad is the Monty Python fan, mm. which is why he's relevant to the Monty Python conversation. And what is the name of your child? Milo. And the name of your eldest child? Monty. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Scene. Yeah, that's our show. Uh, thank you so much for listening to Takao, or as as it's actually known, Katow, Caitlin and Travis. Why do you write the name backwards <laughs> all the time? It's my bit. You can't do a bit in the show. Notes. You can, you can. Um, thanks for listening. Travis and Caitlin are unstoppable. Is a weekly podcast, independently produced by Travis and Caitlin K. Smith, with production assistant by Grant from Made in Katana. You can follow us on all of the cool social 
Medias. Social Meds. Social Meds. At our handle, Unstoppable Pod. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email hello at unstoppablepod.com or you can put $14 in an envelope, leave it in the nearest bus shelter and wait for us to appear. Huge thanks to both of us for the use of our theme song, Travis and Caitlin are Unstoppable. Unstoppable. And to Aves uh, for the instrumentation from their song, Funny About Love. There's something funny about love? Funny thing about love. <laughs> Leave us a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you're listening, unless you're listening to someone else's podcast, in which case, don't. Hit the bell or follow icon to make sure you get notified when we drop a new episode. So... I wish every podcast ended with, like, you know, in Ferris Bueller's Day Off, where it's like, we need to re- go back and record a, a <laughs> for everything. For everything. Um, never unstop, stop, stop, did you stop? Unstoppable. Never stop unstopping. Hold on to that stopping. Sorry, Grant. And stop. Unstoppable time. Unstoppable time.